Okay, welcome back to another episode of Peace Off, the official podcast of FantasySkiRacer.com. And also in partnership with Slide Tech Protection, Trim Optics, and Kelly Williams, Sunbacks of Idaho. Will, let's talk about moving forward. Let's talk about world champs. Let's talk about overalls. Let's talk about um, some World Cups getting back into the U.S. All right. What's your favorite? I got my favorite thing that about World Championships and Olympics. Okay. Um, but I want to know yours before I say mine. My favorite thing? Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is more of an observation. I think because in World Champs and Olympics, I because the whole squad doesn't get to compete, it, what it does is creates a window for other skiers to do something. Um, I think, you know looking at a guy like Andrew Weibrecht, for instance, and I'm not going to, I'm not by no means am I trying to discredit any of this because we're probably the, the, the probably in terms of the, the in, in, in ski racing, making money, um, having recognition, etc. It probably goes Olympic medal, world champ medal, then world cup overalls, and then world cup wins. Now, the funny thing about that to me is that world cup overalls and world cup wins in my mind, are more valued because you have the deeper fields, but because there is a window for other countries and um, some of the better countries who have deeper teams can't send everybody. It's 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 a little to me the competition is a little weaker, but at the same time, the stage is is much bigger, so it still it still doesn't it doesn't take pressure away from the athlete. But I just think it just has a door for uh, open for somebody to have a run that you wouldn't normally see inside the world cup season. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a good answer. No, you're right. You see that kind of consistently too, right? Like guys, um, almost every guys and girls, almost every world championships and, and Olympics that from, from somewhere, you know, that isn't the dominant figure. It pops up into there. Right. So I'm with you in runs and in skiing. Um, but you've got years where, like, okay, go ahead. I got, I got, I got two things that I absolutely love about it. Sure, it's all about the gold, baby. That's right. Like the the world championships is about the win. Mm-hmm. It's about getting on the podium. There's no, there's no like, oh, I gotta like score like points here, or I'm playing this game or not. Like, right. it doesn't matter. Um, for that side, other it does help our position in World Cup actually, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter the overall hunt, all that stuff. So for a ski racing fan like me, who I ju- I really really want to see Hersher and Kristofferson ski as hard as they possibly can, and well because it doesn't count towards the overall, I think that's what we're gonna see exactly. I get to see. Oh, and so and that's a little bit of mind meld yeah, right yeah. there. I want to see. I want to see. Michaela Schifrin go as hard as she possibly can in GS right. and as hard as possibly can slalom. And if I'm an idiot who says that she hasn't been doing that, she probably has been. I don't really know, but like, I, I just want to see that. Yeah, I want to see Pinnerel and Hersher go absolutely at it in but, GS. But when you when you account for the overall World Cup season, what what you hope to get is them disregarding it and just going, hey, listen, you know, I'm just going this week. Is all about sprinting as hard as I can down this hill, and it has nothing to do with me just trying to hang on to the second run so I can get on the podium, so I can score, get like you know, eighty, hundred points. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. This and is all about just 
pride and just going for it and flat out beating you. Yeah. And so you do it in a, you know, you do it in a virus. So, so adding your element to it where then it's, the other thing is, is like you can make a career today. Yeah. Like Chudunsky. Right. You've had an epic, epic career. And I think that's also, some, that's also career. why those guys still have to ski lights out because it's like, you know, there's going to be somebody here that I know is just as good as me that hasn't been scoring yet or hasn't really done much that I've never even heard of. Who might who starts like bib thirty something on the World Cup? That's going to start twenty something in the World Champs. All of a sudden, their their opportunity is knocking. Yeah, and you see it in Super G. You see it all the time. You see like start it's, position. Like you, you don't re, you have no clue who's right. like who's going to jump in there. There, um, in 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 GS same. There's there's just so many good GS skiers. Yeah, um, that's one that like you, I mean, it, it, there could be a lot of guys grabbing a medal there in slalom. Let's just like play the slalom game out on the, the the men's side. Like, like there's so many guys that can produce World Cup uh, winning results. Or sorry, podium results. I think winning is different. Right. Podium results in, uh, in in World Cup slalom. So like, think about Britain, like British skiing. If riding comes down there and and wins a medal at World Championships, half the country's gonna be crying. Well, I think it's going to be so so exciting and, and, and changing. Like Hiroshiloff winning he's medal. Not the, he's not the only young guy that's doing stuff at, 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 in Britain too. So, and their federation is, does not have a lot of support. So, you know, hopefully the, the best thing that could happen for that federation in that country is that they get a podium at yeah. that. So, it, and you keep you kind of just keep playing like uh, playing that side of it. It's just cool. Like that's that's what I'm stoked about. You know, Dave Chudunsky, who's been really fast in splits. Right. If he comes out of out of there, all of a sudden pops his first podium at a, at a World Champs, it's like forever we can say David Dave Chudunsky, the World Championship medalist, on top of all of his other stuff. Like it, like it's a game that it's just like go for it, boys. Let's see it. Go for it, girls. Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Yeah. Because. You know, you never know what's going to happen. And the U.S. has had a history of doing well at St. Moritz at World Champs. Am I right? Yeah. They've had, you know, Bodie won his GS gold there at St. Moritz. Shlopey's been on it. John Mendez, Christian Clark. Like, so uh, we have like a, 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 you know, it's a cool hill too. It's a mm-hmm. cool venue. St. Moritz, um, one of my first times racing in Europe was St. Moritz at, on these venues. And how did that make you feel? Were you just like glowing inside like, oh my God, I can't believe that St. Moritz, St. Oh, Moritz. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, what's funny is... You got to get caught up in that romance, right? It, uh, it was after after um, the first J2 Nationals ever. They took a, the people who qualified and it was Leanne Smith uh, was on that trip. Travis was on that trip. Uh, myself. Um, a couple awesome other ski racers that went, you know, racing World Juniors and stuff. But I remember Travis and I racing that, uh, racing that downhill track for the first time, and we didn't start in the chute. Mm-hmm. It was German National Champions Championships, yes, in Saint Moritz. Interesting. Yeah, but we we raced that downhill track for the first time, catching air off these jumps. Uh, Leanne, Leanne not knowing how to jump, but was flying off these things and stuff. Yeah. Um, so. It was really interesting. Fearless. Fearless. I wanted the other, like, it, it was just a cool, it was a cool experience. And so these tracks, though, it's built for ski racing. They have tunnels that yeah. f- spectators can go underneath the track so that they can, you know, get up, they can still ski all over. It's a cool mountain. Um, the town is legendary mm-hmm. for a reason. It is beautiful on this lake um, in the middle of the 
Swiss Alps. So like the I'm just so so excited to watch these these uh, athletes compete there, and um, there's a lot of cool stuff that can happen. Absolutely, and you know from an American standpoint, I mean you know you're looking at our depth chart right now and. Uh, it may not be consistent, but there's a lot of ringers in there that that might do something. You know. Yeah, you you can you can see it. And like, what else happens here is it's four 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 spots per country. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get an added spot if you had the winner, right, of the previous world championships. Okay. So, uh, so what's interesting to me is that the U.S. could technically start five women in in the in the slalom. And they could start five guys in the GS, which will fill those spots. But I don't know how we'd fill those spots for the slalom. Yeah, but but so, anyways, I guess the the cool thing is is because there's only four per country, start positions get better. Yeah. So anyone exactly. who's like been, you know, so like I, I want to say like a Beesmeyer, a Cochran Siegel, maybe they've scored enough. Brendan Ruby, Brendan Ruby, but like I think in like Ryan, maybe he scored enough World Cup Super G points within on this season to start top thirty. Right. So he randomly, like I don't know, but like let's say he randomly gets a top thirty, draws bib two, and crushes a run, dude. Like all of a sudden, like like well, stuff such, like that happens, and it's and it's, and it's such you in and you know. You can take it away from them all you want, but I, I think it's such an unrewarding sport to add that different dynamic for these athletes and to understand that. That, to me, makes it so much cooler. Yeah. And I think I made that point earlier, but, I mean, I just want to reiterate. I mean, this sport, there's only one winner. Yeah. You know, I mean, and you spend, you know, your lifetime up until that point working on this. Yeah. You know? Um, it, it'll be interesting, the, the tracks, to see um, like who who's going to be good at St. Mary's. The, the women have raced there quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but for the men, uh, haven't been back there in a little while. Um, Didn't they have World Cup finals there three, two you, years, three years ago? You're probably right, and I just forgot about that. But the they had to. Have yeah, been. but that's not everybody. That's only going to be their top tier because it's only like 30 that go to that. Right? Yeah, and so like I remember skiing. There's a lot of train features, like, mm-hmm. but it's not like huge train or anything. Like, it's not super gnarly. Yeah. Um. So, from what I remember, um, it, it it's just a. It'll be interesting to see who's fast there. Um, for in general, I don't I don't really know who it plays plays to more of but it's it's a fun it's a fun location i think uh, the athletes are gonna love it and it'll show good on tv where where's your head at you talk about these battles and who's doing what but where where do you where do you see some of these podiums going i mean i think um it, like women's speed um vaughn coming back and kind of showing she knows that hill <laughs> she knows that hill um so Laura being like the home, like you know, the hometown crowd, basically. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a fun, fun little bat- battle. But then Ilka's been so strong all season, right? Um, and it, it, to pull the upset at World Champs, kind of like even though she's 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 been kicking butt all season, to to put, like to punch it in, in there. That's kind of the those are the three I'm looking at yeah. in, in women's speed. Um, Michaela. <clears throat> You know, in tech, um, Goja, Goja. Uh, you know the the whole Italian like picking Italian women 
um, that you could think could be on the podium there. I think need a Ouija board. Um, but uh, so that that'll be it'll be interesting to see who they start. I know, right? Well, that's the thing, though. That's the other thing that you kind of look at, right? We talk about the depth charts in you know, of, of stronger countries and the and the chart and the depth chart at on Olympics or World Champs, where you know you've got six Italian women or so um, that are all scoring world uh, GS points right now, but two of those girls who could very well be the winner, yeah, aren't going to be there, yeah. You know, and the same thing um, with the the with uh, the French team as well, the men. Yeah, you know, so it's it's you're taking a couple players out of the game. Yeah, and I think the fastest female GS turn right now is Tessa Worley. Yeah, but it's if I remember right, I feel like it's a pretty like there's rolly terrain and there's some, but it's pretty flat, Mm -hmm. and she's not as good on the flats. Right. So it's kind of a like I, I I could be wrong, but I think like going back to my memory of that hill, that's what I remember. Yeah. So. It could it could lead to like someone else where Michaela at Simmering was dominating the top flat and that's mm. why she was winning both those GSs. Right. Like you kind of that could be that could be an interesting pick there. Um, she's gonna win the slalom. Uh, I definitely think Michaela is fully capable and I'm and and I'm almost um, <clears throat> I'm about ninety nine percent sure she's at least gonna be on that GS podium. Yeah, you think so? Um, that's that's where my head's at. And then the and then the men. Um, I mean, it's anyone's guess in in speed. It's, yeah, you know, Yonsrud's going to be there. Yonsrud's going to be on both podiums. There's the, <laughs> I, I know that. Um, that but, I know. But what else is going to happen? Like, all right, you know, Peter Phil's pretty consistent. Yeah, like I think I think Phil's a very good, uh, um, very good uh, person to throw in there. I think the mojo that the men's speed team has going on, like, I would be surprised if there wasn't a medal somewhere in the mix. Right. Probably Ganong, but who knows? I, I wouldn't rule out some another some just craziness happening there. It's just kind of like the American way at championship races. Yep. Um, and then you go to the to the tech side of things, and the the Pinnerel, Hersher, you know, and GS for me. Um, that those are the two. Uh, the the French could have a huge day in that GS race. I know it's true. Um, and the and then the the slalom. <laughs> The Hersher Christofferson. And those are like literally the, those two races for me. Like, women slalom, women, like the tech events for me. And maybe I'm just a tech guy and sorry fans, but those, those, the tech races have are, the biggest, the biggest battles in your mind. Yeah. Are the biggest, like I have no clue what's going to happen in the women's GS. I think women's slalom's pretty, like, although like Whitney Holdner, yeah. who's had just an epic slalom season. Mm hmm. Um, so on she, home turf as now, well. now is on home turf like can she find like she's been on podium consistently can she win um, that's kind of like that's where my head's out there but and then the men's side I, I just I want to see the I just hopefully the snow's good yeah I hope so too and we can just see just these two dudes just hammer yeah and, and and put on a show. Well, you know it's going to be a dogfight either way. And Combi, who knows? <laughs> Combi, who knows? Like, I know, right? It's I mean, probably Pinnerel. I think Pinnerel will probably win the combi. I think in terms of the Combi, um, and when I ta- when I think about putting people inside my putting in se- people on on my podium, I'm definitely I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Hinnerman. <laughs> I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Musadin and uh, Bertold. 
dude, there's no, <laughs> they're, they're no, going. <laughs> no, like, if I will, like, if if one of those dudes podiums in world championships, I will give you ten bucks because there's no, I don't, like, I, I don't see it happening again. Bauman, Roman uh, Bauman, <laughs> no, okay, no, okay, fine. I, <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk briefly about, or let's 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 uh, go on to the next segment here, and let's just talk about the overalls. I think, you know, we talked about it in the last episode a little bit. Um, you know, right now in terms of the men, World Cup overall, World Cup overall. I think in in terms of the men, you know, you're really just fighting fighting for your event world uh, podium right now, or your your uh, event globe. Hershey's got a pretty substantial lead on Christopherson in the overall, so. Um, you know, and then he's uh, tied with uh, Pinnerol, and then you know Jans Rude and Norite are are down there in fourth and fifth, but still also sub- substantially behind them. So the men's overall is kind of spread out a little bit. So that's more of a they're more jockeying for the event position, and then in the women's overall, it's it's the Goot Schifrin show right now. I mean, Goja's in there, but um, something I mean for her to get any further along is really going to be challenging. Um, you know, you got a little bit of a dogfight in those 700 areas, and then it's another gap again. And you know, it's so maybe a little bit more excited in terms of the overall. Overall, um, the women's side is definitely the the, the events the, the side to watch. So Schifrin, we said on the last episode had an 80 point lead, but she has a 180 point lead now. She does, yeah. Uh, be, after the city event, after the city event, uh, which we never talked about. Oh, we yeah, but. It was really cool. It was so much fun. I no, it was. I really love cool. Stockholm. It was really cool. They need to do more of those. Sorry, but back to the overall. Well, it's cool that it's, it collects points now too. We we said this for Schifrin in the last one. Yeah. I the the ticket is GS podiums. Like if she podiums in GS in the next. Yeah, two, that's that's her insurance. Then I don't think she's gonna lose. Like I think she's gonna win the overall. Yeah, but that's still enough of a gap where, you know, I mean, Goot goes out, Schifrin get, gets a podium, and you're talking about a, a pretty big ball, a different change of, 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 of ball game here. Yeah, I mean, think about this. Mm-hmm. Schifrin was on her streak, right? Mm-hmm. Straddles at Zagreb. Mm-hmm. Um, comes back, wins, and then third in, in Flacco. You so, think, so, do you think in some way that she's seeing a little bit more free with, with that, that streak out, out the door now? Like no, that's a little bit extra pressure that's just gone away. I don't think so. Yeah, screw it. She's a gamer. Uh, maybe though, but I guess my point though is like that hundred points there, and the the other whatever forty, <clears throat> you know. But the hundred points that she lost, basically, like those she she keeps the streak alive. Just with the, and what you're we talking kinda, about a two hundred and eighty point lead. Yeah, and. Yeah. And we're talking like this thing might like, that's how like that DNFs are huge, and, and and for the like men's slalom side of things, like I know I'm jumping somewhere, but the the Christofferson not racing Levy, right for the slalom globe. I know, right? Um, because what what we said like before that broadcast, I remember people talking about it, like what what it does is it gives him like almost no margin for error, even if he comes back and just dominates which he has right if he blows out or straddles which is the slow which this is slalom um you know you come to a race it's like well that levy non-start you know you just you you took you took your 
you know, so Hersher just getting a hundred points there. You just gave him a hundred point cushion is is huge, and and so now we're he's sixty points back because he straddled at at a kiss. Yep. It, it, it's like that. It's that big of a deal. So him not going to Levy, I mean, two two slalom races left. But we knew, but we knew that going into the season that that was going to paint a little bit different picture for that slalom overall. What I I'm going to go back to the girls here for a second. Yeah. Did you think at this point in the season, we like back in December, would you think that let's say six weeks ago? Would you say that we would be having this conversation about Schiff in the overall right now? I think we did back then. You think so? I mean, we should go back to our earlier... I'm not going to do that. I don't have time for that. (laughs) But I I like... I remember thinking in this season that if Michaela can take the Marcel Hersher path, like just he's he's laid out the tracks of how to win these overalls for a tech skier. And if she's good enough... So if she dominates an event and can podium in another event, right. she's going to put herself in this position. I, 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 we said it early, and and so and that's what's kind of happened. But the, the the only difference is, is I thought, I thought she'd be more dominant in GS. I would just just because like just right away, right? Um, and I think her GS is still building. Like she's gotten those two wins, but I know I just thought it would have been built by now, but now I think now we're seeing that, but I just didn't realize after talking with Mike, how much of uh, a valuable mileage, how important that her training in GS is to her. Like, you know, I just, I just, I just assume once you've got that feeling, you know, you find a way to make it click all the time. Yeah. But we're talking about being, Number like, one in the world. Number one in the world. We're talking, and we're talking. So naive, and, and and I think slalom. There's always a turn that makes sense to you. Yeah. Any any person that skis knows it. Like their go to. Like this is how I want to ski. Right. And what's interesting with racing, in my opinion, is like these four events. They're all different turns. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for me personally, it was actually. It's actually a super G turn <laughs> that I would like if no one was ever on the mountain and I had a sweet pair of skis like that length of turn and skiing a hill like that is the turn I've always wanted. I would always want to make and ski. Yeah. Um, but I had to learn a slalom turn and then that was like kind of been my go to for, for my, myself. And I guess my point here is I think for Michaela, slalom turn has made sense in her brain since she was freaking 12. Right. You know, and she's skiing it, at the Dartmouth Ski Way. And she has. She has like blossomed into this amazing athlete that that turns made sense when she was little and she's just dominated right away in it mm-hmm. where she's, she has to have built the other turns right. and, and have that make sense. And, and to be the best in the world, you know, we've seen other people in other events, they build their skiing, right? We've talked about it and Michaela has built her GS at a young age still right. to, and she's still she's still there. I just don't think that turn has made exact sense to her like slalom has because that has come more natural. Absolutely, and that's a, that's a completely just argument. And I would think you know, and I'm, and I'm going to reference Bodie here for a second that athletes at that level <clears throat> enjoy the process, enjoy the moment, and I have to believe that her working on her GS and Super G might even be more fun for her. Than working on slalom. Yeah, it's interesting. Because I, she has to work for it. 
I have no clue. I would think. It, 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 but, it could be right. But in terms of the, going back to this December conversation of of the over, would we be talking about the overall right now? You seem pretty confident. I I was not, and I think I'm a little bit more shift minded in thinking this way because I was thinking more or less baby steps. I'm thinking, okay, slalom, yes, okay, GS. Where can we stack up in the GS? You know, and little little did was my head going any further than that thinking, well, if it does happen in GS, then we're talking about the overall. Yeah. And, and because the speed side isn't as dominant and for both men and women, that does leave the door open for these tech skiers to dominate two events and get that overall in the bag. Yeah. And I don't want to sit here and be like, I knew she was going to be like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I, I saw, I, you see Marcel do it. And right. so like in December, I was like, I think she could. Right and and so now I'm saying there I'm like no I'm not surprised mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but I am like I'm not I'm not see, sitting here saying that like I knew she was going to be in the overall race That's I don't think I, either I don't think you were saying that at yeah. all I think you're def- I think what you what you you were affirming to it was that this is this was definitely a conversation that could be had yeah and I think you know going forward you see these points like. I, I think she's got this, dude. Uh, like I do. I think 180 points with, or sorry, 60, whatever. No, 180 now, yeah. but it's with. Uh, let's see, two events left in the season. You know, for well, two, three, three, four, wins, four events. She went. So let's just say she wins her bread and butter, which right. I think she can. Right. Like at, at, yeah, but you're still putting a lot of pressure on the bread and butter, and then having the pieces come together in the stuff that you're saying is not as natural. But let's just say, straight up, just wins the bread and butter. Okay, okay? so two hundred more points. That means that that means Goot right has to she has to win bull she has to win all four. If she if Michaela just wins, you're right. Just win slalom. Just she, win the slalom. Goot needs to win. Four races to get her by 20 points right now. Yeah. Hmm. So if Michaela only wins the songs, mm-hmm. which I know that's a, like, you still try, we're just, we're just, still just chalking up two World Cup Solomons. Right. But, I mean, uh, and you have Lindsay coming back, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she's, she probably has this thing, which is insane to say. I think she's got at least one gold in her at St. Moritz, that's for sure. Yeah. So, the World Championships, this is a fun end of the season. And we, but the other part added piece to this world championships thing is, is like, I I've been on the last three world championships teams for the U.S. Uh, you know, 2011, cool. 2013, cool. 2015, like, and um, being named to these things, and and being able to represent your country, it's something di- like you get, you know, being on the U.S. ski team, you represent your country, right? But then being named to the to the elite of the U.S. at the moment. And being able to represent your country is—it's just a really cool vibe and experience. And and you go to these championships, and and everyone's feeling the same way, right? And um, positive, good po- vibes, positive vibes, and and you know you, you meet people from all over the world, um, and, and it's it's just a really really cool you know kind of like world event. And you know what? We need that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think. Um, Hats like I just want to congratulate the team that's been named um, for the U.S. <clears throat> a lot of athletes that have worked really hard. Um, you know, I think Robbie Kelly might have gotten named because he hiked halfway up a mountain. 
you know, after qualifying you got to give the people second, what they want. Qualifying for second run. I mean, he, he probably he's close to being. He probably they probably would have named him either way, but right. You know, stuff like that. Um, well, he's uh, coming and, on but, strong now. I mean, like, you know, things are clicking for him. So why why harsh the good things? You know, happening? not being on the national team and being named to that. Um, same thing with uh, uh, Meg McJames. and McJames. Um, so I just it's 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 cool. It's a cool event for all these people to be a part of. You know, and, and you never know what's going to happen. The, those those golds, all those golds that Ted won in 2013, it was really cool to be there mm -hmm. and be able to like, even though I wasn't ripping, yeah, but be there with the dude that, and training with the guy and, and working that much and seeing someone you know succeed like that. Um, and being a part of the team is was something I'll never forget. And I think you know, so for anyone you know being named to these these events from any nation, uh, it's just like it's it's a magical couple weeks. And and I'm stoked for these athletes, and I can't wait to watch it. Well, I am right there with you. Gosh, my you know my heart is just filled with anxiety, eagerness, and excitement. And I'm looking forward to a great ski racing week. Weeks. 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 Yes. Yeah. All right. You've been tuning into another episode of Pieced Off, the world champ and overall episode, I guess we could call it. We'll be coming back at you shortly. But anyway, in the meantime, we are brought to you by FantasySkiRacer.com. Shred Optics, Slide Tech Protection, Keller Williams, Sun Valley, Southern Idaho. Will, I think we just said it. Well, one more thing, James. I yes. know we were I was supposed to send it off. Steve Nyman, we love you. Get healthy. So bummed to see you uh, go down because you rip. But amazing Believe guy. Believe it in Steven. Amazing guy, better skier. Actually, the other way around. Better guy, amazing. Can we just cut that out? He makes the world a better place. He makes the world a better place. But, I mean, I just, uh, you know, what he's done with Fantasy Ski Racer, what he does for ski racing this nation, mm -hmm. he's, uh, he's brought that good vibe to that World Cup downhill team. You know, and um, uh, skiing's better because he's in it. And I'm bummed that he's hurt, but he'll be back. Uh, one more time. Have great world championship racing weeks. Racing weeks.